Bam. Recording. Cool. Um, all right, we're back after a week off. Yeah. Sort of. Felt like longer than a week off, but yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have a break. Um, but, you know, the NFL never takes a break. So while we were gone, there were sort of two weeks of games that happened. Week 16 and 17. Um, and it's shaken things up. So rather than do our normal episode, we were thinking we'd go through and just see where each division lies. Is that right? That's the plan. Right. Okay. So I guess without further ado, we'll begin in with the AFC East, just because that's what I've written down first. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's start with the boring stuff, which is the New England Patriots. Um, the New England Patriots lost. No, they beat Denver in week 16, which is probably quite annoying for their fans who were wanting a good draft pick. Um, but then they lost to Buffalo in week 17, somewhat to be expected. Um, and then we've got the New York Jets, who did very similarly beat Washington uh, in week 16, again, much to the annoyance of their supporters, but then lost to Cleveland in week 17, and they're both eliminated. Yeah. No real surprises there. No, slightly surprising that they both won a game in the last two weeks, but yeah, not surprised that they're eliminated. No, and they play each other this week, a game which I assume no one is going to watch. No, I mean, because why would you? Couldn't be much options. less riding on it. No, and the two worst offenses going head to head. But the top of this division of this division is where it gets very interesting. So, in week sixteen, the Dolphins narrowly beat the Cowboys, um, and the Bills beat the Chargers. But then in week 17, the Dolphins got blown out by the Ravens. And the Bills beat New England, setting up a kind of winner-takes-all week 18 matchup between the Bills and the Dolphins. Yeah, a big game. A big game. And kind of one that was sort of inevitable. Bills are on a bit of a hot streak. Obviously, they started the season so badly. But then... Even from a couple of weeks ago, it looked like it was always going to come down to this. I think the only way the Dolphins could have avoided it is if they beat both Dallas and Baltimore. So, yeah, obviously they didn't do that. It's a big ask. So, um, it all comes down to a head-to-head game. I think... Is it as simple as that? Whoever wins goes through? Well, the Dolphins in the playoffs regardless, right? They've yeah. got a better record. So even if they lose, they'll be in the playoffs. They'll be in the playoffs as a wild card. Um, so the winner definitely wins the division and definitely gets the number two seed in the AFC. Question. Uh, yes, go on. Why do Bills win the division if they have the same record? Is it because they beat Dolphins both times? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it goes on head-to-head. I think, and I think um, the Bills beat the Dolphins in the earlier matchup this year. Um, 
I think that's it. If that if it's not that, then it'll be then it goes down to what their record is in the division. So yeah. maybe the Dolphins have lost to more people in the division. But I can't I don't I don't think that would be true. I can't remember. But um I think it's head to head. Okay. But eleven eleven wins is enough to be a wild card. Dolphins yes. are definitely in yes. playoffs. Nice. Dolphins are already in the playoffs. Um the Bills is interesting. So if the Bills win, they're the number two seed in the AFC. If the Bills lose, they could well be a wild card team. But it is possible if Pittsburgh and Jacksonville both win, that the Bills, if they lose, will not make the playoffs at all. Right. So, you know, it could be the difference between one point, potentially, winning and losing the game. could be the difference between being the number two seed and going to the playoffs and having home potentially two home playoff games or missing out on the playoffs entirely and being, I don't know, eighth, ninth seed, whatever it would be that you miss out. Okay. And Jags have to beat Titans, which would be, should be easy. But Steelers will have to beat Ravens, which is going to be yeah, rough. Yeah, that's what they've got going for them. And this matchup is the final matchup of the week. Um, on Sunday Night Football. So, by the time that game kicks off, they, they know, know... They have to do. Yeah. I mean, they know regardless they need to win to win the division, which is what they'll be wanting to do regardless, but they will know whether or not a loss would mean they're out or not. Okay. I can't see Steelers beating Ravens, so I think they'll probably be in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, okay. Well, let's talk about that then. Let's go on to the AFC North. Um, so, I mean, so the Bengals lost to the Steelers somewhat unexpectedly and lost to Kansas City. So they're eliminated. They kind of suffered for not having Joe Burrow, although Jake Browning did a pretty good job. Um, so they're down at 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah. Uh, the Dealers are still alive. We said they could still get a wild card spot. Um, they will need to win against Baltimore and have either Buffalo or Jacksonville lose. Um, um, and then we've got the Browns and the Ravens, who are both in. The Browns have clinched the wild card. So they're guaranteed, I think they're guaranteed the fifth seed um, by beating the Jets and by beating the Texans. Um, the Ravens have clinched the number one seed. Yeah. So this is where it gets interesting with that Steelers game. Is the Ravens sort of have nothing to play for? Well, no, sort of. They don't. So are they going to play the starters? If so, for how long are they going to play the starters? And is that going to be really helpful for Pittsburgh? I see, yeah. Yeah, okay, I hadn't thought about that. Because, yeah, it yes. sort of makes sense for them to play just like a bench team, basically. Yeah, just have or at least not the stars. Yeah, rest Lamar Jackson. I think it's tricky. I think I saw somewhere that, oh, God, this is 
test my memory, but in 2019, I think, which was the year Lamar Jackson was unanimous MVP. Um, I think they did similar. They clinched the number one seed. And then I think they played, they rested all their starters for their final game. But then when you get the number one seed, you get a bye in the first round of the playoffs. And then by the time that their divisional round game came, their starters hadn't played for like three weeks or whatever it was. And they lost. Yeah. So there's a balance, certainly. Um, so it'll be mean, interesting to see if they do the similar thing again. Yeah, the rest of the season, they've been playing their starters and consistently winning. So maybe just it's working. So play starters again. Yeah. But also they have lost J.K. Dobbins and Mark Andrews and, I don't know, um, Keaton Mitchell and all these other players that you would want to have in the playoffs. Well, that just makes it more interesting. It is tricky. I, I don't know. I would, I would play. I'd probably play my starters for like three series. Maybe. Yeah. Like the first like quarter and a half. Maybe just the first half. Um, or do yeah. a bit of both. Play some of your stars first half, some of them second half. But then play yeah, the full match. But you probably want them playing together. Oh, true, yeah. Um, yeah, you want them to have that kind of game day atmosphere and stuff, I think. So that it doesn't feel like such a long time before the next game. Um, all right, yeah. I think, so we've kind of, one thing we've kind of glazed over here is this big, well, the last two Ravens results are were beaten San Francisco at Levi's fairly comfortably. Yeah. And then smashing Miami, Miami at home very comfortably and kind of asserting themselves as the best team in the NFL and Lamar Jackson as, you know, the front runner for MVP. And all of a sudden they're the team to beat. They certainly are the team to be. What's San Francisco record? Um, this season? I think 12 and 4. Yeah. Okay, 12 and 4. So, yeah, they've got the yeah, best so, record. I mean, not, as well. not drastically different from Ravens 13 and 3, but they lost their Ravens heavily. Fortunately for the Niners, they can't play the Ravens until the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the favourite, surely. Well, must be. I would say so. Yeah, you mean to win the whole thing? I mean, that's the favourite for the Super Bowl match. Would be Forty ers against Ravens. I guess so. They're the two number one seeds. Uh, I guess it would have to be that. Um, but yeah, I, I would kind of, I, I like the look. I mean, we'll talk about this later when we do our predictions at the end of the episode, but I do kind of like the Bills in the AFC if they can win this Miami game. They're already on a bit of a heater. I think Josh Allen's... I think Josh Allen's probably maybe the best player in the league this year. I know he's throwing a lot of interceptions, but 
in terms of like putting his team on his back, he's been great. So the Bills are the team I wouldn't want to play in the AFC if I was the Ravens or I was the Browns or I was whoever it was. Yeah. I mean, they're just on better form than a lot of the other teams we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like Browns have been very, although game to game, not consistent across the season, fairly consistent. Yeah, they've been Whereas sort of Bills been consistently up and down. Slow. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Bills are kind of. They were definitely down and now they're mm. definitely up. Yeah. Um, but it's weird because those last two wins against the Chargers and against the Patriots weren't particularly convincing. They didn't, you know, beat him by 20 or anything. They were, you know, both one score games. Um, or at least were one score games until close to the end. Can't really remember, but... Yeah. Okay. So that's where the AFC East and North sits. Um, the AFC South. Which is a bit a of a dumpster show. fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so Titans are out Titans are done, they lost to the Seahawks they lost to the Texans, I'm pretty sure they were done before that Um, and then you've got a three way tie for the division with the Colts the Texans and the Jags all of whom lost in week 16 and won in week 17 yeah so they've been tying for three weeks yes yeah. Um, but Jags have the edge because I guess they've got a better divisional record or something. So they're they're top of the division at the moment. And they've got the easiest game. And they've got the easiest matchup because they play the Titans. Um, so in terms of clinching scenarios. Presumably, apologies. Presumably with mm-hmm. the... If, Obviously, two of these teams would be 10 and 7, probably. Uh, if the Jags win, yeah. then you, Jags you... would be 10 and 7, and then Colts or Texans would be 10 and 7, assuming there's yeah. no tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is 10 and 7 potentially good enough to be in? Yes. Okay. Yes, so... Potentially, two of these teams could make playoffs. Although unlikely. Yeah. Um I think it is, yeah, no, two of them could. Well, so if the Jags win, sorry, let, let's see if I can, what the best way of saying this is. So if the Jags win, they win the division. Yeah. Um, if the Colts and the Texans, well, whoever wins out of that, the winner will win the division if the Jags lose. So that's quite simple. Yeah. Um, if the Jags win, then the winner of the Colts and the Texans will clinch a wild card. Okay. So that Colts-Texans game, I think, yeah, that Colts-Texans game is a win-and-in situation and lose and go home. So that's a very simple matchup, actually. Yeah. Um, and then it, it just depends on the Jags game, whether the winner of the Colts-Texans game Wins a division or just clinches a wild card. Okay. Um, so Jags not definitely through then. 
Because even no, so, it sounds like even if they lose, they'll get a wild card. No, no. So if the Jags lose, they would need both Pittsburgh and Denver to lose in order to get a wild card. Right. Because the winner, if you think the winner of the Colts Texans will be ten and seven. Yeah. Um, whereas if the Jags lose, they'll be nine and eight. So they'll be behind anyone that's ten and seven. And then I think um, uh, of that's why they need the Steelers to lose. Um, and the Denver loss, I don't understand because I think Denver are already eliminated. Maybe it's because of how tiebreakers work. Maybe they would lose a tiebreaker with the Steelers, but would win one against the Steelers and the Broncos. Anyway, that sounds very complicated, okay. isn't it? Um, and it is very complicated. But, um, yeah. Basically, the AFC the, West the Jags need a win. lot simpler. Um, the AFC West is incredibly simple. Chiefs definitely won a division. And the Chiefs other teams are all out. The other three are all out. Correct. Um, yeah, so, I mean, a lot of this... Well, I was going to say a lot of this not all that surprising. The Raiders beat the Chiefs in Week 16. That was surprising on Christmas Day. Yeah. the Christmas Chiefs fans. Turns out your team sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the Chiefs just the Chiefs just don't really look like the Chiefs. They've kind of stumbled into the not only stumbled into the playoffs, but stumbled into the number three seed. They're locked into that now. Um, so they're sort of safe. But it's weird, they just don't... I feel like I've been saying this all year, but they just don't look like the Chiefs. They don't seem to be playing like the Chiefs. They, they're no, best I mean, successes when they run the ball. In a different division, they're, they're not getting through, I don't think. No, no. I mean, this They've... is the only division where you've, you've clinched the title at 10-6 and six this early. Yeah, not only not a great record, but also that record's with playing Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if you swap them out with any of the North teams, they would really struggle. Yeah, I mean, I think it's true. I mean, if you ask me, okay, who, you know, you've snuck in, your team have snuck into the AFC playoff picture. Yeah, who would you want to play in the playoffs? Do you want the Dolphins? Do you want the Bills? Do you want the Ravens? Do you want the Browns? Do you want the Chiefs? Or do you want the Texans or Jags? I'd probably say I want probably Jags. Chiefs probably next. Maybe Texans. Yeah, but like, be up there. Which is weird to say, especially at Arrowhead. Be like, oh yeah. I'd rather go to Arrowhead in the playoffs, please. That's crazy. That is crazy. There, yeah. But, Not um, looking great. Yeah, okay. Another news story from this division, which I thought was quite interesting, was the Broncos uh, benched Russell Wilson. I mean, this is old news now, really, but I'm guessing it's new, new in news. In the Patriots game. Or in the Chargers game. Benched him before the Patriots game. As he didn't even start. No, so he didn't start. I think it was the Patriots game. It might have been after. It might have been after. He might have had a bad game in the Patriots game. And then he got benched. 
But what's interesting, well, start with it's interesting because his contract is mega. He's being paid like a superstar. Um, they gave up an awful lot to get him. Um, and he's not been, I mean, last year he was bad. This year he's been sort of fine. Fine-ish. Yeah. Um, not worthy of a benching, especially when um, at the time they were still in playoff contention. Like, very much so. Um, but I. But then what's come out is that Russell Wilson said that earlier on in the season, um, they, the team, the club, the franchise, whatever, the Broncos, asked him to take a clause out of his contract that says, so I think, basically, he's guaranteed a shit, a shit ton of money. But if he gets hurt, He's guaranteed more or something um, because he can't earn incentives. I can't remember exactly what it is. Oh, okay. But basically, they were like, can you take that clause out? And he was like, no. And, was like, and then they said, uh, if you don't take it out, we're going to bench you. And he was like, what? And then there were lots of you know disputes. And the NFLPA, the NFL Players Association or something like that, got involved, like their union. And it was a whole thing, I'm guessing, all like behind closed doors. Um, but it's come out now. He's been benched partly, well, significant part of it is a financial thing. And it is probably it they... indicates they might be cutting him at the end of the season. Bloody hell, that's crazy. But it's weird because it's, I think what the Broncos want is they want the option to cut him. I don't think they necessarily want to cut him. I want. I think they want to see who else is out there. But I think they want the option of keeping him, definitely. But I think yeah. had he got hurt in these games, then the amount he'd be guaranteed next season would be higher or something. So they just couldn't cut him. I, I don't know exactly how it worked, but it was something like that. That's a bit mental, isn't it? Yeah, when I saw the thing that was like, they said, if I don't take this thing out of my contract, they'll bench me. I was like, well, that feels illegal. They can't do that, surely. Yeah, they put something in your contract and then they're like, oh, can we now take it out? It's like, a contract's, there's a reason for a contract. Yeah, exactly. And you got, you know, you know, a multi million dollar industry built on, you know, gambling on these games and fantasy football and, Whatever it is, you can't just like not play. Well, who in one of who in theory is your, one of your best players for like financial reasons? That feels dodgy as hell. But I don't know. Maybe it's not. But if, when I read it, I was like, "This, this doesn't feel right." <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, they are eliminated from player contention now. I think. Yeah. I think they needed the Chiefs to lose. If the Chiefs had lost to the Bengals, then they still had a shot at the division. Yeah. It didn't help they lost the Patriots. No, Maybe if they had help. a better quarterback, they could have beat Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> Some pretty good analysis there, Paul. Um, should we do... <laughs> I was going to save it for the end, but since we're on the AFC, should we do our AFC playoff predictions now i know i didn't ask 
you for this in advance. So you're going to have to come up with it on the fly. Um, yeah. So what I want from you is your who you think will be the number one through number seven seeds in the AFC playoffs. Um, if you get, you know, if the wild cards in the wrong order, I'll allow that because depending who you put in there depends what order it is. And I don't know all the permutations, but um, so I've already penciled you in for Ravens number one. I'd stick with that if I were you. That's a good, that's a good bet. Right. Um, who do you like in the AFC East? So the number two seed will either be the Dolphins or the Bills. Okay. Uh, so just whoever wins that game. Yeah, straight shoot out. I reckon Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, I went, I went Bills just because I kind of got my heart a little bit. But Dolphins is, yeah. The thing is with the Dolphins, they keep stumbling in the big games. I think I've said this like four, five different weeks on this podcast. Yeah, but that's because that's how many times I've done it. Um, and this is a very big game. It's a very big game, but at home as well. Although they beat Cowboys two weeks ago, which is a big game. True. Good point. They did beat the Cowboys. Um, and that was a very kind of was a nice performance. Wasn't, you know, all all bells and whistles, but it was good. Solid. So okay. Nice. All right. And then I penciled you in for Chiefs at number three. That's locked in. Um, number four will be the winner of the AFC South. Um who do you like here? I think it's got to be Jags. Yeah, I kind of agree. I just all they have to do is beat Titans, right? Yeah, yeah, that's very, very doable. Yeah, I think one question mark there is that we don't know if Trevor Lawrence will play. Um, CJ Bethard, CJ Bethard, Bethard, CJ started the last game. Um, and did sort of fine. Didn't make too many mistakes, um, which was kind of Lawrence's issue the last few weeks. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But, I mean, just from a betting point of view, even if you think the Jags-Titans game is 50-50, then you, and you think the Colts-Texans game is 50-50, there's still twice the chance that the Jags will be the number four seed than either the Colts or the Texans. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So well, you're saying I was well smart then. It's incredibly smart. Saying. Genius, bro. Um okay, now it gets a bit trickier. So you've got two wildcard teams. Yeah. Let me think who you've got left. You could have Browns the Bills. A definite wild card. And yeah, sorry, hundreds. yes. The Browns are locked in to number five. I think they're locked into number five regardless. Although yeah. I'm just guessing that they win the tiebreaker with the Dolphins. Anyway, um, so we've got the Browns locked in at five. And then you've got the Bills, maybe. You've got the Steelers. You've got one of the Colts and the Texans almost certainly in. I think it would be... It's hard to know because of what you said about Ravens, whether they play their good players or not. But I still think it'll be Bills and Texans. Bills and Texans. Okay, we've actually gone fairly similar then. 
because I went Texans. I think Texans will do the Colts. Um, CJ Stroud's back now. If Colts um, are in the playoffs, that would actually blow my mind. Yeah, they are such a weird team, man. They're Looking so at some of the teams that aren't, aren't in, like Bengals not being in. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, if, to be fair, I guess it, it wouldn't be too shocking to see them beat Texans. No, it would I do think Texans will win, but it wouldn't be too shocking. No. But I, the idea of Colts being in playoffs just seems ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, what I would say on that is A, the Colts are in the AFC South, which means they play all the teams in the AFC South twice. So yeah. that helps. And also this year, the AFC South played the NFC South. That helps quite a lot. Yeah. NFC South. Poor. Not um, the best. But yeah, bear in mind their starting quarterback was injured after what, like week four or something? Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Taylor was out for a significant part of the season. Um, and they've just been sort of quietly plodding along. I mean, they lost the Falcons. I know, no one's done that. It's it's quite hard to believe in them, but yeah. I still don't want to see them in the playoffs. I'd much rather see the Texans and the Jags. Um, So let's hope for that then, eh? Let's hope for that. Um, NFC time, baby. NFC time. Big boys. All right. Let's start in the East. Um, so, NFC East, boring stuff. Commanders and the Giants are eliminated. Shock. They lost. They both lost the last two games. Um, the Commanders played the Jets and then the Niners. The Giants played the Eagles and then the Rams. They all lost them all. So, they're done. The only surprise there is that Giants actually did better than Commanders. Yeah, I mean, the commanders are pretty bad, like... Yeah, <laughs> I know, I just always think Giants are worse. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing is, it's more disappointing for the Giants. Because I don't know about you, but I have much higher hopes for the Giants coming into the season. Um, You know, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones was supposed to be the next big thing. Saquon Barkley, Darren Waller. It was supposed to kind of come together a bit more. They were a playoff team last year. Um, but yeah, not to be. Um, but yeah, this is now this is where it gets interesting. But well, you might not like it. I know what you're gonna say. (laughs) What am I gonna say? Well, if both Cowboys and Eagles win, then Cowboys win a division. Yes. If they both lose, Cowboys win their division. Correct. I can't see Cowboys losing. No. So sure. I'm sure they're going to win a division. Stranger things have happened. Not much. They're against Commanders. Right. Okay. Let's let's do some some quick background in case anyone doesn't know. So in Week 16, the Eagles beat the Giants. Um. And the Cowboys lost narrowly to the Dolphins, a game we've already spoken very briefly about. Yeah. Um, 
And at this point, Eagles are leading the division and are the number two seed in the so, NFC. Maybe so all they have to do to win the division is beat Arizona. Beat Arizona and then the Giants. Um, Surely they can't mess that up, John. They couldn't. How could they? Um, so then the Eagles play Arizona at home, Lincoln yep. Financial Field. Easy the win. Fortress. Um, uh, and they lose. They lose. They lost. And uh, it wasn't even like wasn't even like a lucky win for Arizona, if you don't mind me saying. Uh, well, what I would say is I've feel like Arizona have been better than their yeah record. I mean, they have got a terrible record. I think me and you have both been on that train for most of the season, actually. I've been saying Arizona, like the way I feel about Arizona and the way I feel about the Commanders or the Patriots are very different. I feel like the Arizona are going forwards. Yeah. Even though they're, even though they're four and 12. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't feeling... be surprised like them versus Colts, I wouldn't know who to back. And Colts potentially could be in the playoffs. Hmm. Yeah, Cardinals have done the same as Patriots. I have a feeling the Cardinals beat Dallas earlier in the year as well. Yeah, and a lot of their losses are really narrow losses to very good teams. Hmm. Um, all right, so sorry, back to the East. Eagles lost to Arizona, putting them 11-5. and and so to go atop the division, the Cowboys beat the Detroit Lions in dramatic circumstances. Have you seen the highlights of this game, Paul? I've not. Was it? Did it come down right to the wire then? It came down right to the wire, and then that wire got split, and there's a little bit of wire, and it came down to that little bit of wire. A thread of a wire. Um, yes. Yeah, so... A field goal in like last kick of the game to win um no so it was i'm trying to remember this so the lions are eight points down right at the end right um they drive the field they score a touchdown and no they're not eight points down they're seven points down crucially yeah they score a touchdown Uh, they, they go for it well, stop preempting the story. Oh, I'm just too excited. Right. <laughs> going too slow. Um, they decide to go for two to win the game. All right. They have this play. They run the play. Uh, Jared Goff throws the ball to an offensive lineman who catches it in the end zone. And they win the game. Everyone's going crazy. And then there's a penalty against the Lions for, I can't remember what it's even called, illegal formation or something. And it's a very technical thing where if you bring in linemen, they need to report as eligible receivers to the ref, which um, I've not looked into this very much, but the Lions think they did that. It looks like on the video, it look, you see the lineman come on, talk to the ref. Um, right. So the Lions head coach, Dan Campbell, was very, very unhappy after the game, partly because he didn't like the call, but also, um, now I only learned this this week, 
But before the game, uh, each team will speak with the refs and will run them through a few kind of, if they've got any like trick plays, like, or weird formations, or like if you did like a fake punt or something, they'll, they'll, say, they'll talk like, about yeah. it and be like, this is how we're going to line up or whatever it is. And the rest will say, you need to do this or yeah, that's fine. Or we'll look for that or whatever it is. Right. And apparently they did that at the beginning of the game, spoke about this two point play. The refs, I don't know, okayed it or said that's fine or whatever. So when it got, it got flagged, remember this is to win the game. There's about 20 seconds left in the game. Uh, and then it gets scrapped. They were livid. Um, and then just, so that's a five-yard penalty. It's then, but they, they then try to go for it, try to go for two from the seven. Right. Which is, I think, a crazy decision. I'm saying just kick the one at that point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then Michael Parsons get pinged for offside, which brings it to like the three. And then they go for two from the three. And then it, uh, it's incomplete. And Dallas win. But high, high drama. And people are not very happy. And since then, the league has like come out and like basically not apologize for the decision and kind of uh, like double down its position and like back the refs and people were just angry and people were like that is you know. nuts yeah and I don't, it's such a technical thing as well that as fans we're all like we don't give a shit about the formation and whether or not they reported as an eligible receiver to the yeah, refs we're like they got the ball yeah touchdown like this shouldn't be deciding the game um so anyway that is high drama um i can understand why lions might not want to go to extra time against cowboys no at in dallas as well cuz they will they wouldn't then they'd already won the division mm. so they'll just be like well we don't want to play longer than we have to and get more injuries potentially but yeah, yeah and also, that's like, annoying yeah, against the Cowboys, I think especially with Dak and CD Lamb playing as they are, if you lose the coin flip, you've then got to stop them. Otherwise, you lose. Do you know what I mean? It's possible that Jared Goff and Sam Laporta and Armour St. Brown don't even get a chance. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's super annoying as an Eagles fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could have really done with uh, Detroit winning that game. Yeah, that would have been good. But um, yeah, okay. So um, in week 18, the Cowboys play Washington, the Eagles play the Giants. And the good news is both teams are already in the playoffs. Yeah. And the division winner will be Dallas unless Dallas lose and Philly win. Yeah. Which means almost certainly the Cowboys will be the number two seed, I think. And the Eagles will be the number five. Yeah, probably. Um, okay. Speaking of the Lions, let's roll to the NFC North. Um, so we've got at the bottom of the table the Chicago Bears, a seven and nine, despite winning both their last two games against Arizona and then Atlanta, they are eliminated. Um, 
but quite a good week for them last week in that they beat Atlanta. Justin Fields had a pretty good game. They scored like 37 points or something. Um, and although they got eliminated from the playoffs, they clinched the number one overall pick, courtesy of Carolina losing. Um, Being shit. So big decision time for the Bears. Draft a quarterback or stick with Justin Fields again. Um yeah, I mean they, they can had the number one pick last year. They can potentially trade out of that. Yeah, it'd be a bold move. Oh, I don't know. It'd be a bold move to do it twice because they did it last year, which I think everyone thought was a good move. And they're back there again. Obviously, they're not the worst team anymore. They were last year. They're not anymore. Um, I think it's so tricky. The appealing thing with trading away fields is that A, you could get good capital for trading away fields. So it's not like you're just cutting him. You would get stuff for him. Um, and drafting a quarterback, it's more of a gamble because you don't know what they're going to be like. But it does reset the clock on their contract. So see, Fields has already been in the league three years. If you want to keep him, you're going to have to pay him a lot of money. Start soon. paying him big... Yeah. Exactly. That so, isn't really what I meant when I said you can trade. I was meaning trade away your number one. Yeah, well, that's the other option. Uh, if you stick with Fields, you could get you could get incredibly good capital for the number one overall pick this year. There's a lot of, there's, I think there's at least three good quarterbacks coming out. Um, actually, I don't watch college ball, so I don't know really much about them. But one won the Heisman, and as Caleb Williams, who people have been talking about for ages. Um, so that you, you definitely have suitors if you wanted to trade out. But then if you traded out and, you know, passed on, let's say, Caleb Williams, and Caleb Williams goes on to be Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Fields goes on to be, I don't know, not good, then uh, <laughs> you're going to regret that big time. <laughs> I don't want to insult another quarterback. <laughs> Fair. Um, so yeah, I honestly don't know what I would do. Um, I'd probably starting to be managing bears at the moment, though. You got, yeah, it's a good time. It's not a bad time to be a bears fan. It's nice to have the number one overall pick, but also be like an average team. Yeah, because um, you got to assume whatever you do with that number one pick, your team should be looking up. Yeah, and it could be looking up next year or could be like the next few years if you can get first round if you trade out of that pick for example you'll get first round picks this year next year and probably the following year yeah because you don't need to trade with someone that's like nowhere near going to get that's going to get like a rubbish draft pick you could still get a good draft pick this year yeah yeah you, you wouldn't know. want to trade down to like 25, would you? But you could trade you down can trade to, to five 10. or six. Yeah. And then get like the best non quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. And yeah, the Bears have looked good the last few weeks as well. Um, if you ask me to call a game between the Bears and whoever it is that goes on to win the NFC South. It'd be close. I'd probably, depending who it is that wins the NFC South, I'm probably go Bears. On a neutral field, I'd probably go Bears. 
Yeah. It'd be close. I'm not saying the Bears are the next big thing. Um, but yeah, yeah anyway. I think I'd possibly go Bears over all the South teams. Maybe, um, but, but I think that's just a bias. Well, because you like Baker Mayfield. Yeah. You're a Baker boy. Baker boy. Um, okay. Well, it's nice to give the Bears some flowers for once. Um, and then we've got the Vikings, who are also 7-9. and nine. I think technically not eliminated, but we need quite a lot to go their way to make it in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, they are kind of very much on a downward spiral. They lost to both Detroit and Green Bay in their last two. Got kind of humiliated by Green Bay. Not quite Green, convincing by Packers. Yeah. So it's not looking good for the Vikings. They played Detroit on the final day. So um, so just to be clear, for the Vikings to make the wild card, they would need to beat the Lions. Green Bay would need to lose. Seattle would need to lose. And one of Tampa Bay or New Orleans would need to lose. Yeah. Big Vikings quite, are out. Which is quite a lot. I mean, none of those things are impossible, but just all of them are unlikely. Like, yeah. you know I mean? as a package, it's unlikely. I guess potentially Lions will play an easy team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, potentially. Which makes that part of it more likely. And then so Packers would have to lose to Bears. Yeah. That's possible. Possible. Seahawks will have to lose. Who are Seahawks playing? Cardinals. Okay. Possible. Possible. And Tampa Bay would Tampa have Bay or New Orleans to lose. One of them happenings not that unlikely. Dunno. Yeah, I guess Falcons could beat Saints. Yeah. Um, but just, even if, if all Tampa those Bay things, if all those games are 50 50, then you're looking at the, what? One and two, one and four, one and eight, one and like 16 chance. Yeah, and they're not all 50 50, are no, they? They're not. Um, so, yeah, we can sort of stop thinking about them unless a lot of these other teams start losing. Um, that brings us to the Packers, who before much better beat the Panthers. Well, they only narrowly beat the Panthers in week 16. And then, as you said, demolished the Vikings in week 17. Um, they play Chicago in week 18, knowing that if they win, they're in. Yeah, which they should do. Which hopefully, well, hopefully for them, they will. Um. I remember last year in week 18, they were at home, which you are this year, to the Lions, who were already eliminated. And they knew that if they won, they were in, and the Lions beat them and knocked them out of the playoffs. And I enjoyed that. So I would quite like that to happen again. Um, So yeah, let's go Bears. Um, And the Lions are definitely in. Lions are in. They, They beat Minnesota. Um, they narrowly lost to Dallas in that ridiculous thing we've already spoken about. Um, but they're done. They won the North for the first time in like 30 years or whatever it was. 
Yeah. So kudos to them. Um, I think they'll probably be the three seed. If Dallas wins, then Dallas will be the two seed. The Lions will be the three seed. Um, so not much to play for for the Lions. No. Um, the only way they can be the second seed is if both Eagles and Cowboys lose. Um, I don't know the tiebreakers. If the Lions win, they'll be 12 and 5. And then if I know, uh, I can't remember the tiebreakers. Okay. I can't remember. I have a feeling they're probably three, but I can't remember. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, okay. So the interesting thing in that division is the Packers need to win to be in, roughly speaking. Right. Okay. So, shall we move on to the NFC fire. South? Everyone's yeah. favourite division. Um, Panthers are done. Two and 14. Pretty disappointing. They lost to Green Bay. They lost to Jacksonville. Who haven't they lost to? Um, they're obviously eliminated. And they don't even have the number one pick. They don't have the number one pick because they traded it away for a quarterback who looks mm, mainly unconvincing. Um, obviously, you, know, you still give him time. Um, this week, their owner was fined for throwing a drink at a Jags fan. <laughs> That's so, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've not seen like a clip of it. I don't know if there is one, but do you know how much they're not good? Um, I've got the number three hundred in my head. I might be. I don't know if that's three hundred pounds or like three hundred thousand. Why is it three hundred pounds to an NFL owner? Something it might be three hundred thousand pounds or dollars. It'll be. That'd be nuts, though. Yeah, it's an expensive drink, isn't it? Yeah, and it probably costs him like a ten or so. Oh, he owns know. it, so he probably gets a discount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, guys, okay, so not a good time to be a Panthers fan. Um, right. That's mad. Potentially, Falcons will be in the playoffs. Yeah. So let's go to. Unlikely. All right. You're skipping ahead again. So the Falcons are currently third in the division. They're seven and nine. They beat the Colts somehow in week 16. And then lost to the Bears, which is much more like, like them, in Week 17. Um, and they play New Orleans in Week 18. Um, New Orleans are one spot ahead of them in the division, 8-8, eight and eight, um, after a really poor loss to the Rams, which was such a big game on Thursday Night Football. Um, but then they beat Tampa Bay. So... Yeah, so and they play each other. So, all right, let's let's do the Bucks as well. The Bucks are eight and eight. They beat the Jags in week sixteen, and then lost to New Orleans in week seventeen, and they play the Panthers on the final day. So let's go through. So the Bucks, the Bucks is easy. If they beat Carolina, they win the division, um, and obviously are the number four seed. If they lose to Carolina, they're done. Romeo done. Right. If the if the Saints beat the Falcons, um, they would need and and Tampa Bay lose, they will win the division. Um, if they 
beat the Falcons and the Bucks beat Carolina, then the Saints can get a wild card spot if Seattle and Green Bay lose. Yeah. The Falcons need to beat the Saints and would need Tampa Bay to lose and then they would win the division. But if that doesn't happen, they have no wild card scenario. So there's no way yeah. Falcons can make it in without winning the division. Because their record's not good enough. Yeah, so put very bluntly, if the Bucks win, um, they're in. If the Saints win, they'll be in if the Bucks lose, else they'll need a lot of help. And the yeah. Falcons would need to beat the Saints and have the Bucks lose. Right. I hope everyone's following that. Um, right. Maybe we'll come to who you like in this division when we do our predictions, but you sort of think whoever it is, you don't want them in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here we go. The final division, the NFC West got the Cardinals, who have actually spoken about quite a lot, um, who are 4-12. and 12. They're eliminated. They lost to the Bears. They beat the Eagles. Um, but obviously, they're done. You then have the Seahawks, who looked good. Uh, they beat Tennessee, but then a big loss to the Steelers means they will need some help if they're to get in the playoffs. They play Arizona. Yeah. You've then got the Rams, who beat the Saints in six in week sixteen, beat the Giants in week seventeen, and have officially clinched a wild card spot. Um, probably the sixth seed, but don't actually know that. So it's they're quite in. Surprising, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. At the beginning of the season, a lot of people had the Rams way down, way way down. Um. It's kind of testament, I think, to, well, I don't know, good coaching, probably. Um, and also kind of shows how much can change if you get a few draft picks right. You know, Puka Nakua being a big one. Um, yeah. Kyron Williams, also a big one. Um, I don't actually know if he was a draft pick or not, but um, yeah, things can change pretty quickly. And Matthew Stafford is a very good quarterback kind of goes under the radar but it's been playing very very well um and then yeah just around oh, 49ers had that pretty poor loss to baltimore um but then bounced back by beating washington have officially clinched the number one seed in the nfc when the eagles lost so they've not got anything to play for the rams don't really have anything to play for maybe seeding maybe not and they play each other so not a lot riding on that game this week. We'll see who plays in it, whether you know Brock Purdy and Matthew Stafford are gonna play or They may as well both put on subs, isn't it? Yeah, I think they'll probably play a couple of drives. Um but yeah. Um yeah, I mean the Seahawks is the one that's disappointing. Like if you were a Seahawks fan, to to just need to beat the Steelers, who were playing. I think Mason Rudolph, who was their third quarterback, 
Um, and then to lose, I, mean, I think they lost quite big in that game, if I remember it properly, is very disappointing because that's the one you win that, you're pretty much in. Yeah. Or at least it's in your hands in the final week. Whereas now they need to win and they need Green Bay to lose. Which is possible. Green Bay playing Bears. It is possible. Um, they need to beat Arizona. Yeah, well, they can definitely beat Arizona. And the Bears can beat the Packers. Um, so we will see. Um, all right. Let's go through. Um, seeds one through seven in the NFC. Uh, we know the Niners are one. That's locked in. Um Number two will be the Cowboys if they win. Are you happy for me to put you down for the Cowboys at two? Yeah. And then Lions at three. Then Lions will be three. They've already clinched the North. And then this is where it gets a little more interesting. Uh, The four seed will be the winner of the NFC South. Which I think will be Bucks, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean... Losing to Panthers. When Panthers have nothing riding on it. you got to think Bucks can beat Panthers. I mean, you'd have to hope so. But, I mean, yeah. You never know with the Bucks. They've had some great games and some really poor ones. But they lost very comfortably to the Saints. And the Saints have looked pretty bad for a while. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. If we go Bucks, and then if you've got the Cowboys winning the East, the Eagles will be the five seed. Yeah. And then and you've then... got two wild card spots left. One of whom will be the Rams. Talk me through how Rams could not be six seed. Uh, how they could not be six? Let's think. Well, you'd need uh, they need to lose. So they'd be nine and eight, and then uh, or will they definitely be six? We don't know, do we? Tie breaks. Yeah, I don't know the tie breakers off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, maybe okay. they're not even they're probably six. But let's just put them as six. I'll allow if these are wrong. It's the teams we're after here. Um, and they've right. got one spot left, and it's Packers if they beat the Bears, or next likely is probably Seahawks, or maybe Saints, Vikings. I think Packers is the most likely. Yeah, I could see Seahawks going through. But you want to roll with Packers? Yeah. I seriously doubt it'll be like Vikings or Saints. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think the Packers is the most likely. I could see it being Seahawks. I can um, definitely see it being Seahawks. Packers-Bears could go either way. And Seahawks would be favourites against Cardinals. So I could definitely see it being Seahawks. But I think it's slightly more likely to be Packers. Yeah, the good thing is with this week, it's because they're all division matchups. 
I say this all the time, but division games are always a bit weird. There are always some unexpected stuff. Yeah. And yeah, there's always a bit more rivalry. So the Bears, the Bears will not want to lose the Packers. No. And but then again, if anything, I'd be more surprised Bears beating Packers than Cardinals beating Seahawks. Yeah, neither of those would surprise me. Those if those eliminated teams won. Um Yeah, I don't know. Which perhaps means, which really means it could really be Saints as well. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going with Packers is my answer. Yeah, okay. Well, I've done exactly the same as you. I think that's kind of, I think the NFC prediction game is a bit easier than the AFC one. Um, But hey. Yeah, I mean, Colts, Um, Texans is... Really, yeah, big game to watch this week. Yeah, so it's just like an early playoff game, isn't it? Yeah. Playoffs come early. Um, and a bit of me, even though I want the Bills in the playoffs, um, a bit of me would like it to be that by the time Sunday night comes around, the Bills are either division winners or out in the playoffs, just to add a bit more spice to that big Sunday night game. Yeah. I mean, you're not a Bills... You like the Bills, but you're not a Bills fan. So, yeah, may as well have it as exciting as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. I've just... Um, just to go through some admin that we're not actually going to go through, but we have still been doing our picks every week. Um, we both did pretty well week 17. We got... Wait, have we reviewed our week 16 picks? Week 16, we did very badly. We each got seven. Not the same seven, but we each got seven um, correct of the matchups that week. We correctly picked the winner in seven. But in week 17, much more, much more, what's the word, like to the book? The favorites did better, I guess. So we each got 13. Yeah. Not the same 13, but. Um, Pretty much well. the same. One but, different. Um, the issue being now, you trail by 22. Oh, I say the issue. I'm fine with that. <laughs> well, I mean, mathematically, I'm out. Um, well, uh, no, there's still... I guess not, because I guess you could get every other game of the season wrong. And I yeah, could yeah. get my tie this week. Yeah, so just to recap, if you get the tie right this week, we're going to give you is it 18 points, you said? One for each week of the season? Yeah, so if Jets and Patriots tie... Which is what you predicted. Then I'm not mathematically out. I don't think you're mathematically out anyway. Oh, oh wait. After we week 18. After we predicted 18. a lot of the same games in week 18. It doesn't help you. Yeah, pretty much entirely the same. Yeah, you're kind of leaning heavy on that uh, Jets-Patriots tie. Yeah. Well, it was All a right. bold strategy, the tie. Yeah, uh, it was incredibly bold. You know, for better or for worse, 
I mean, for worse, I think we can say now. Um, but it was bold. All right, okay. So I guess that's that's everything, isn't it? We're going now into week 18, into that cold night. Um, and we're talking playoffs. Oh, the playoffs. Getting spicy. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff.